Today's podcast is sponsored by the people at Aura.com. Now, Aura offers identity theft protection, fraud monitoring, a VPN, password management, and antivirus software all in one easy-to-use app. This means that if your online accounts or passwords are leaked online, you'll be alerted quickly, which means that you can be secure from hackers, scammers, and noisy advertising companies. The narcissists are everywhere. Literally, a friend of mine signed up and Aura found his passwords nine times on the dark web. So go to Aura.com slash Dr. Carter. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash D-R Carter. And use my link and you'll receive a free 14-day trial. And if you continue, then you'll be able to save an additional 40% off all plans. So thanks to the people at Aura.com for sponsoring this episode. this week's episode of the Surviving Narcissism podcast. I'm Michaela, the program director, and I would like to start this episode with a quick introduction. For those of you not familiar with Surviving Narcissism, it is the product of many years of work done by Dr. Les Carter. Dr. Carter is a best-selling author and therapist with more than 40 years of experience, specializing in anger management and narcissistic personality disorder. This week, Dr. C's topic is, Should You Fear the Narcissist? Hello once again, Team Healthy. Dr. C here, and I'm so pleased to be with you for yet another episode here on our Surviving Narcissism channel. And I'm going to be talking today with uh, with you about the topic of fear, and specifically your fear toward the narcissist. And the question I want to pursue is, do you need to fear the narcissist? You know, we often tend to think of fear in stereotype forms. For example, we think of a fearful person maybe as someone who's just trembling in their boots or they're hyper-vigilant or they're constantly anxious and jumpy and easily intimidated. And I don't think we want to go quite that far. But let's say that when we're talking about you dealing with narcissists, and when we ask the question, should you fear the narcissist, the answer is, well, yes. And no, okay, how's that for uh, on one hand, but then on the other hand, kind of an answer for that. Um, There are times when narcissists can be very intimidating and they can be very difficult and they can really uh, take proactive measures to make your life difficult. And so you need to have a healthy respect for that. That's what I'm talking about when I say, yes, you should have a sense of fear. But then the other side is we're also going to say that these are pathetically childish individuals who are petulant and they have all sorts of distorted thinking that drives who they are. And at some point it's like, I am not going to get so caught up in my dread and fear of a petulant little child that I wind up altering who I'm going to be. So let's see if we can break this down. Now, first, let's, uh, I want to just ask you, uh, how many times have you engaged with a narcissist and you just knew going in uh, before you even had any kind of interaction with that person. It's like, oh, great. Here comes that person again. Uh, I don't like being around this person. Uh, In fact, you just may dread being in their presence. Uh, These individuals can be naturally contrarian. 
They may not be very reliable. Uh, they can be dishonest. They may be intimidating. They try to turn people against you. They are phony. They they uh, will look very nice to you on uh, on one day, and then on another day, they show disinterest. They can lie very easily, and sometimes they lie very easily about you. They can argue easily. They can punish you. They can withdraw. I mean, there's all sorts of reasons for you to think, ugh, <laughs> I don't like being around this kind of person. Now, one of the ways that we can de uh, can determine if you are indeed in a fear mindset towards the narcissist is I think it's interesting for you to watch how you respond. Uh, what does it do to you when you're in the presence of someone who brings these distasteful kinds of characteristics to the equation? And there are multiple ways that you can determine if you are indeed in a fear reaction to the narcissist. For example, uh, probably the easiest way to determine if a person is struggling with fear is to watch how thorough their defensiveness is. And I know that many of you, when you engage with that narcissistic person, you just you just know, I'm going to put my guard up. I don't want this person to know me. I don't want this person to probe and, and ask personal questions about me. And so you can defend yourself and you can have a very guarded and cautious response to them. Sometimes, as part of that defensiveness, you may feel like you have to justify yourself to that person, you know, and rationalize why it's okay for you to be what you are. And I want you to really think, how many times have I wasted my time trying to explain myself to that narcissistic person, hoping, well, maybe this is going to get them off my back? It doesn't work because they keep coming after you. So, in other words, your defensiveness is your way of saying, I find this person threatening. I find this person to be somebody that is not trustworthy. I don't want to be around them. Another way that you can determine if you're uh, being caught up in your own fears is uh, how many times do you feel like you have to have that person's agreement? You know, there can be times when you're talking with that individual and clearly they're not buying whatever it is you're saying to them. And so it's like, well, Maybe if I explain it to them this way, or I've got to uh, persuade in this, I have a, a sense of insistence, and so you keep coming at them, and the implication is you're threatened by their differentness. And when they come against you and they speak with illogic or they, uh, they clearly just have no intention of trying to coordinate with you, the more you go into that over-explaining and that over-insistence that we have to have a meeting of the minds, that's your fear at work. It's, it's your way of more or less implying, oh no, I can't stand it when that person gives me disagreement. Another way uh, is sometimes you go into an avoidant kind of behavior. You know that the, uh, you have a place to go, for example, a social situation or a work setting or a family situation, and you know that that narcissistic person is going to be there, and it's like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go grab me a cup of coffee, and I'm just not, I'm not going. And, and and you 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 play the avoidance game, and you you sidestep the potential of having any kind of interaction. And that can be an indication that says, uh, I fear, I dread, I'm threatened by what might happen. I find it to be too uncomfortable. 
Sometimes uh, your fear can be uh, shown when you yourself become a keeper of secrets. It's like, there is no way I'm going to talk to that narcissistic person about who I am or what I've done or how I've spent money or why I handled the situation the way that I did. And sometimes you can even tell lies just to get that person off your back. And I've, I've spoken with so many people who are otherwise very decent, but then they'll tell me, they'll say, well, Dr. C, whenever I'm around this narcissistic person, it just doesn't go well when I shoot straight with them. Or when I just say, here's what I, here's what my plans are. Here's what I want to do. I, I just get such a, a, a negative reverberation coming at me. It's like, I don't want to do it. And so I, I tell lies. And it's like, well, I don't want you to be that way. I understand that you feel that. But you'll notice that your fear can cause you to have uh, this uh, kind of uh, response there. And so there are many different indicators that imply that you have a fear. Now, Let's, let's go back to that uh, yes and no kind of answer to the question, uh, should you have a fear of narcissists? And we're going to say, well, the bottom line is narcissists are rather intimidating at times, and they can come across to being very threatening. Narcissists are known for not having good empathy. Now, I, I was about to say that they can't read you well. Sometimes they do try to read you well. Uh, and in doing so, they're looking for holes in your logic or they're looking for ways that they can find dominance over you. And so these are individuals who think competitively, which means they want to have one person as the winner, the other person as a loser, and guess which one you're going to be. And so you have a fear with that. And it's, it's only natural to say, yes, these are saboteurs. And, and they can actually undermine your best efforts. They can undermine your reputation. And so is it, is it reasonable to have a fear? It's like, well, yeah, these can be very dastardly individuals. I've spoken with many individuals who will say, well, when I connected with that narcissistic person, and whether it's in their personal life or business or elsewhere, they, they, they took my money or they turned other people against me, or they are the kind of person that if you say just the wrong thing or you use just the wrong inflection of voice, uh, they'll spew threats at me, or they're constantly critical, or they'll pretend to be my friend, but then I find out later on that they're just gathering information and they're trying to ruin me behind my back. They're backstabbers. They're very easily prone to anger, or they give lots of mixed messages about their loyalty to you. So sure enough, should you fear a narcissist? Part of the answer is yeah, you need to know what you're dealing with. And uh, you'll notice that as you engage with these individuals, with these offbeat uh, kinds of habits that they bring, you are going to have certain feelings uh, that, that tell you, you know, you're in the presence of someone difficult. In other words, you feel disgusted. You feel legitimately hurt. You have an anger on the inside of yourself that's not a wrong type of anger. Sometimes anger has a, a, a valid function to it, and, and it's not manipulative. Sometimes you're just mad because this person's a chronic liar, they're a chronic user, or whatever it might be. You can feel turned off, and so there are times when that emotion is going to be there. But let's also keep in mind that as much as there is a time when legitimate fear might be in play when you're dealing with a narcissist, um, and therefore you can have a healthy fear, let's make sure that the fear that you feel isn't so all-consuming 
that it begins to take you down a path of living and thinking and acting and feeling that's not really natural to who you want to be, okay? And to get us to that place, I want to see if I can zero in on certain key truths that we can know about that narcissist. Uh, yes, you may have some fears with respect to that person, but uh, there are other kinds of thoughts that we want to keep in mind that will keep those fears in balance so they don't run away with you. For example, narcissists, because of their self-impressed and their entitled and superior attitude, they think, well, let's see, I have an opinion about this topic. Mm, that's enough. I don't need anybody else's opinion. Uh, not too long ago, I put out a video, why, why do narcissists find it so difficult to learn? And the answer starts with, well, I already know everything I need to know. And that being the case, there are multiple sub-answers sub beneath that. Narcissists are pretty impressed with themselves. And so when they render an opinion, or if they say, here's how things need to be done, it's like, wow, I'm, I'm brilliant. And they don't make room for the fact that you might have an opinion that's actually pretty good, or you might have a method or a, a plan that they could benefit from. It's like, no, uh, you don't You don't know what you're talking about. So my question to you is, should you fear that? Does, does their snide uh, attitude toward you invalidate the validity of who you are and what you think? And the answer is no. Again, I'm not comfortable with the fact that somebody may mock me, but the rest of it is, my opinions are valid. My preferences are valid. And by the way, if I ever find out that my opinion has some uh, some error to it, I'm always willing to receive input. I can change and adjust. But I don't have to be threatened or fearful when the narcissist mocks my opinions. I'd like for you to be aware of my video courses. One of them is entitled Free to Be. Finding Yourself Despite the Controllers in Your Life. Now, inside this course are various modules, and inside each module, it breaks down into various lessons with a video, teaching documents, and then also questions that go along with it. For example, inside Free to Be, you'll learn how controllers want to invite you into their games, but then you'll also learn about the seven principles of freedom, how to develop self-trust, and much more. Now, if you are interested in enrolling in the classes, you could go to our survivingnarcissism.tv website, click the link for courses, and you'll find that one and others. And I hope that you would find them to be quite therapeutic. And now back to Surviving Narcissism with Dr. Carter. Okay, let's, let's come up with another truth about narcissists. I mentioned defensiveness a couple of minutes ago. Narcissists are highly defensive. And do and you know what one of their favorite defense mechanisms is? Oh, yes, you got it. Projection. Narcissists love to use projection in their dealings with you. Now, when we talk about projections, they love to see in you the frailties or the, uh, the inadequacies that they themselves have not come to terms with inside themselves. For example, let's suppose that you're talking with a narcissist and it's not going very well and it's clear that they're coming down on you. And then out of the blue, they may say something like, you know, you have some serious anger issues. 
Now, it could be in that moment that you're thinking, I'm doing the best I can to keep it contained, and I, I think I'm doing a pretty fair job, and yet you're telling me I've got anger issues, and of course, uh, their veins are bursting and all the rest, and they, they just come across with all sorts of agitation. That's projection. And so one of the things that I'm hoping you can see is when you have this fear reaction because they're being rejecting or they're being mean or they're uh, misrepresenting you, all of that comes from their own internal source of psychological turmoil. These are people who are not steady on the inside, but they can't say, I don't feel steady on the inside. Instead, what they do is they blow up and they see in you the stuff that they don't want to come to terms with. And it's kind of their uh, tacit way of saying, I'm putting you in charge of making me feel better. And if I could get you to act right, then this turmoil on the inside of me would go away. But they don't have the kind of insight that would allow them to say something like that. Hold on to that. And so when they make use of projection, it's like, I'm not afraid of that. I know what's going on. How about another truth that we can hold on to? And that is, narcissists don't trust you, but then let's just shorten that sentence. Narcissists don't trust, period. You happen to be a player on the stage, and so they don't trust you, but it's not about you. Narcissists have a great deal of difficulty with openness. They have a great deal of difficulty with vulnerability, and as a result, uh, they are quite fragile, uh, actually, on the inside because they're unable to process some of the strains on the inside. And so whenever you come along and you are different from them, rather than them thinking, well, maybe I can learn from that. Instead, it's like, what are you doing to me? Why are you thinking this way? Are you down on my case? And so they bring in a type of paranoia to the equation, and they make they want to make you out to be the problem, but they themselves are operating with that low level of trust, which is so central to what it means to have fear. They're struggling from the inside out. Keep that in mind, and when you realize they don't trust, it's like, well, I don't like that but I'm not afraid of it in the sense that it's not a commentary about me. This person is just playing out their own psychopathology right in front of my eyes. And then another thought that you want to hold on to, a truth that you want to hold on to about that narcissistic person, and that is no matter who they're going to be with, particularly on any kind of a coordinated kind of relationship or a need to have a, a good meeting of the minds, it's inevitable that narcissists will eventually implode emotionally. Uh, when I say implode, uh, their, their emotions collapse on themselves. They see you being too different, but then they wind up holding on to their own contempt or their own anger or their own uh, agitation to the extent that they wind up becoming less and less effective in the way that they do life and when I look at something like that, and I, of course, you know that I've, uh, I was in the counseling profession for over 40 years, and, and I would see that Im implosion so many times over. Instead of me fearing that, I would actually have a type of pity because th these individuals are uh, children in grown-up bodies, and, and they just haven't really learned how to do life well. So we go back to that uh, question, should you fear a narcissist? 
The answer is, well, yes, there are times when you need to have a healthy fear and, and you certainly don't want to turn your life over, your emotional well-being over, your projects or whatever it is over to someone that you know is going to uh, bring you down. So you want to have a healthy fear. But at the same time, let's keep in mind that these are individuals who are struggling. They don't know how to do life well. They're, they, they think in what I refer to as pre-adolescent thinking. They, they don't have uh, good reason, maturity when it comes to the psychological realm. Now, some of these can be actually be um, intelligent individuals in their own right, but not, not in the emotional intelligence uh, kind of way. And then I'm going to expand on this a little bit more and remind you, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting when we ask the question, should you fear the narcissist? Well, the other question is, well, do they fear you? And the answer is, oh yeah, their whole life is built upon fear. There, there's a term that I know you've heard me use before. It's the term, the false self. What's that all about? When budding little narcissists in their grade school and, and maybe even earlier years, and then certainly in their adolescence and then early adult years, when they're coming along, um, they decided, whether consciously or subconsciously, I don't live in a safe world. Whenever I put myself out there, it may not uh, work out very well for me if I tell people who I really am and what I really feel and think. And I'm going to have people out there who are going to judge me. They're going to want to put shame or guilt on me. They're going to try to tell me what to do. And they themselves operate with this sense that says, I can't afford to put the real me out there. And so they concoct this false version of who they're going to be and how they're going to project themselves. But you'll notice that whenever they come at you with all of this bravado and this harshness and this dominance and I'm right, all of that is fear-based. They lie easily, pause on that. The implication is, I fear you finding out the truth about me. They offer selective disclosures. In other words, they'll, they'll tell you the parts about themselves that are flattering and they're just not gonna tell you about the other stuff. And again, I fear what you're gonna think and feel about me. I don't think it's gonna go well. This this control thing that they have, they, they have such a strong need for control. Pause on that. Do you see how that's connected to their fear? It's their way of saying, well, if I allow you the privilege to be free and independent, that may not work well for me. And of course, that's as if it's their task to be able to give you freedom or give you independence, which is it's a, another absurd presumption or beginning point that they have. Their, their need for control represents their fear of your independence, which is why they can't trust. In addition, I mentioned the defensiveness. that They justify themselves a lot. They rationalize who they are and why they think the way they do. Uh, they're, they themselves are very guarded. Uh, they can't stand openness in the least. That's part of their fear. And uh, in addition, we can say that uh, their anger illustrates that they operate with fear. How many times have you thought, why does that narcissistic person have such strong anger? I mean, yeah, I may have said something that uh, disagreed with them, but why is that so bothersome to them? 
Their anger is their way of saying, I can't deal with it when you're too different. I, I don't know what to do. I feel inept. I feel rejected. I feel like something really awkward is going on here. I've got to get you back into the fold. That's what's going on with their anger. And so they too have that kind of fear. Another indicator that they're fear-driven is how easily they uh, receive the victim status. It's like, you're there you go again. You're trying to make my life miserable, and I can't believe that you are now my enemy. You're somebody that I just, uh, I know you're going to try to do everything you can to make my life miserable. <laughs> and so we, we go back to this whole thing about fear, and it, it's like, it's such a fascinating topic when we're dealing with narcissists. Yes, you should fear, have a certain healthy fear because some of these can be very destructive individuals and you want to have a guarded and cautious nature around these individuals. But on, the, on a personal level, it's like, but I don't fear their opinions of me. And when I begin to see into the pathology that drives them, it's like... I'm going to be I'm going to be smart in that I'm not going to make them my confidant. That's for sure, but I'm not going to let this individual so dictate who I'm going to be and dominate my emotional well-being that I tremble in my boots when I'm in the presence of that individual. One one of the most rewarding things that I hear from people who have either watched my videos or read my articles or have taken my classes or that I've counseled with is when people will uh, speak with me or uh, indicate to me, I'm seeing it. I, I understand more fully about who these people are and I realize that they're coming from their own internal sense of confusion and, uh, and I'm not going to allow myself to respond in kind. And they step out of the codependent dance with that narcissist, uh, rather than feeding off of that person. And, you know, you're mad, I'm mad. And if you're uh, argumentative, I become argumentative. These individuals who are moving forward, it's like, no, they can be that way. But I, I don't really have a fear of whatever it is they're uh, trying to peddle in that moment. I'm going to be okay. And I'm hoping that's a mindset that you yourself are able to take. Narcissists want to gaslight you. They want you to, to think that whatever you think or feel is, is off base. They want you to feel confused about who you are. Don't buy it. Recognize that these are not people that you want to be open with uh, in the classic sense of the, uh, the, the, the notion of, of sharing the heart-to-heart you know, -heart kind of communication because they don't know how to do it. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you have to so alter yourself that you're not able to take your healthiness and apply it where other individuals do know what to do with you. So I hope that our discussion today gives you an idea of what we're looking at. Fear is part of the equation, but let's not make it so dominant that you lose who you are. So I hope this gives you some good food for thought. And I uh, appreciate it if you'll pass along the uh, uh, the podcast to uh, family and friends. Uh, our our uh, podcasts are growing uh, exponentially now. I'm so pleased that we have such a good uh, followership here. Obviously, you know that I have my uh, YouTube channel. Stick around with that, and I hope you'll learn some stuff there. I so appreciate you allowing me to be on your journey. Trust in yourself. Recognize what you're up against, and in doing so, I hope you can have a sense of objectivity that the narcissist can't have. And in the meantime, it allows you to become and maintain that sense of dignity, respect, and civility. That's what we stand for here on Team Healthy.
thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We are so glad to have you on Team Healthy. Mm-hmm.